Hi, I'm Jay Fallon, and thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope. So for those of you who've been listening to this podcast for a while, you would know that I am of the opinion that this region, that the Asia-Pacific region, is slowly but surely walking towards war. I believe that we are heading towards a military conflict of some sort in the very near future. And I tell you what, the events over the last week have not changed my opinion. That's for sure. So first off, we saw Australia voted in the Labor uh, Party. And so then we saw uh, a new Prime Minister for Australia, Anthony Albanese. I'll just say straight up, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Labor. I'm not a fan of Anthony Albanese. Uh, Mind you, I think the Liberals and especially Scott Morrison made some extremely stupid mistakes over the last couple of years, especially the handling of of the pandemic and some of the other catastrophes that we've had throughout the nation um, with the floods and with the fires. Uh, They handled the situation poorly, poorly. And that's probably under that's probably underselling it they did a bad job however i I just think uh labor are not a good party they're a party of death and if you look at their record with uh with abortion um their record with uh with euthanasia um yeah look I, i don't think they're good anyway that is what it is however anthony albanese became prime minister first job jump on a plane and go to Japan because Japan, and specifically Tokyo, the city of Tokyo, was hosting its first ever informal gathering of Quad Nations, which has seen the leader of all four nations from Australia, the US, India, and Japan, obviously, uh, gather together to meet in the city. And we've seen a few different issues raise their head uh, while these meetings were going on. So I'm going to read several different articles. So one headline here, and it came from the Edge Markets, and I did touch on it in yesterday's episode, uh, but this headline says that Biden says he would be willing to use force to defend Taiwan against China. So in Tokyo on May the 23rd, US President Joe Biden said on Monday that he would be willing to use force to defend Taiwan against Chinese aggression in a comment that seemed to stretch the limits of the ambiguous U.S. policy towards the self-ruled island. So while Washington is required by law to provide Taiwan with the means to defend itself, it has long followed a policy of strategic ambiguity on whether it would intervene militarily to protect Taiwan in the event of a Chinese attack. So after Biden made the remark at a joint news conference with with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida in Tokyo, an aide said the president's statement represented no change in the long-standing American stance to the island that China claims as its own. Uh, so a reporter had asked Biden if the US would defend Taiwan if it were attacked. Yes, the president answered. So now I want to jump to another article. And this comes from Al Jazeera. Uh, the headline here says, US playing with fire on Taiwan, China warns Xinhua. So Chinese state news agency cites officials as saying Washington is using the Taiwan card to contain Beijing. Article goes on to say that China has warned that the United States is playing with fire after President Joe Biden said that Washington would defend Taiwan militarily if the self-governed island is attacked by Beijing. 
the Chinese State Council's Taiwan Affairs Office said on Monday that the US is using the Taiwan card to contain China and will itself get burned. So state outlet uh, Xinhua cited the office's spokesperson, uh, Xu, I don't know how to say this, Xu Fenglian, as saying that he urges the US to stop any remarks or actions that violate previously established principles between Beijing and Washington. So while all this has gone on, Biden's been asked a question. He's come out with an unambiguous yes. China typically fires back, telling him, hey, you're playing with fire. In the meantime, what's happened while the uh, while this quad meeting over a couple of days has gone on, I'll read from The Independent. It says that Japan scrambles jets as warplanes from Russia and China approach airspace during Quad Summit. So as I said yesterday, uh, Russia has, also, has already indicated that it expects the ties between Russia and, and China to grow, uh, to grow even more, to grow stronger. Um, and now, we, now it looks like we're seeing them run military exercises um, in, the, in the Japanese region. So this article goes on to say that Japan says it scrambled fighter jets on Tuesday to, pre- to respond to the approach of Russian and Chinese warplanes near its airspace in what Tokyo called a provocation as it hosts a meeting of world leaders, including Joe Biden. So addressing a virtual press conference, Japanese Defense Minister Tobua Kishi said that the move by Beijing and Moscow was likely planned to coincide with Japan's hosting of the Quad meeting with its allies, the US, Australia and India. So Mr. Kishi said Japan has expressed grave concerns to Russia and China over the movement of warplanes threatening its airspace. He added that at least two Chinese bombers joined two Russian bombers in the Sea of Japan and made a joint flight to the East China Sea. After that, a total of four aircraft, two presumed uh, new Chinese bombers and two Russian bombers, conducted a joint flight from the East China Sea to the Pacific Ocean, the Defence Minister said. Uh, Mr Kishi said the aircraft also hovered over northern Hokkaido to the Noto Peninsula in central Japan. The military exercise was confirmed by Moscow later on Tuesday, which said that the Russian and Chinese military planes carried out joint exercises to patrol the Asia-Pacific region. As I said, China and Russia want to be, they want to be the global superpower. Um, In reality, I don't believe China really wants to share superpower status with Russia, but they will use any means necessary to overtake the United States. So officials said that the joint military drill involving Russia's Tu-95 strategic bombers and Chinese Xi'an H-6 bombers lasted for 13 hours over the Japanese and East China seas. Aircraft from Japan and South Korea's Air Force shadowed the Russian and Chinese jets during the military drill, the Russian Defense Ministry said. Mr. Kishi said Japan had flagged its concerns to Russia and China via diplomatic channels. As the international community responds to Russian to Russia's aggression against Ukraine, the fact that China took such action in collaboration with Russia, which is the aggressor, is cause for concern. It cannot be overlooked. 
But as I said, Russia and China, they want to be the global superpower. And it is behavior like this, which is the basis for the reason that I believe that we're heading for war in this region. Now, we're also seeing uh, Chinese officials come over and they're doing a bit of a tour of uh, island nations in in the in this area so obviously they're heading to to solomon islands to um finalize their their pact their security agreement that they've got there and they're also going to be heading to some other island nations in this area as well china is acting very aggressively in my opinion russia well obviously they're acting very aggressively they're already they already got their war going on in the Ukraine. They've already settled. They've been settled in, in Syria for the last well, over a decade now, fighting the Syrian war. Um, as a matter of fact, they, realistically, Syria is probably just more a part of, uh, more just a satellite country of Russia at this point. They've really just taken over the nation of Syria now. And then when you have Joe Biden saying, yes, they will defend, seem, seemingly giving an unambiguous answer that, yes, they will defend, they will come to support Taiwan if they are attacked. Because China has already said that it intends to take Taiwan back, to bring Taiwan back into the fold, and it will use military force if necessary. Now, China already has a few other issues um, domestic issues at, at hand at the moment. For one, it's going broke. Their construction industry is being absolutely obliterated as we speak. Their president Xi Jinping is, is sticking to a zero COVID policy and it can't possibly be sustained. Surely it can't. There's also been rumors, rumors swirling around in China of a possible mutiny within the Chinese leadership ranks other people are finally stepping up and saying, well, maybe we've had enough of Xi Jinping and we can do things a little better. Um, you know, Xi and Putin, they're both dictators. Nonetheless, we are still seeing these, uh, these defiant acts, such as doing these flyovers or such as uh, threatening to enter other nations' airspaces like we've seen. And as I said, I am of the opinion that it's just a matter of time before this region enters into war. I do hope I'm wrong. I just don't see it going any other way. Let me know what you think. If you think I'm crazy and there's no way, no way we're gonna be heading for war, let me know what you think. Send me a message. Otherwise, that's my opinion. Thank you for